Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. It's me, Frank. And it's me, Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Uh, I think we got to start. Sorry, everybody, we missed last week. Life just got in the way. Yeah, we should. We could have definitely communicated that better. But I well, in the middle of moving, I misplaced almost everything I needed to, <laughs> to record. Yeah. But we're here this <laughs> you week. You should have seen me. Yeah, you should have seen me scrambling today, trying to find everything. <laughs> we're here back. The same as ever. <laughs> Back and better than ever. Sure, that too. I got my Twizzlers. I got my Pepsi. I'm good. You're good to go, man? Yeah, can you hear me chewing? I can hear you chewing now. That's 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 beautiful, Frank. Yeah, and that's what the, that's what the people want to hear. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I'm watching a stream and the streamer starts eating in the middle of the stream, that's that's what I'm really there for, that ASMR experience. Have you seen, there's a video, I think, of somebody who's uh, streaming, and I think, like, their cat scares them or something, and they spill a whole plate of spaghetti or something like that? Do you no. know what I'm talking about? There's, there's a streamer who has, like, a full plate, like, he comes back to his seat and yeah. says something about, oh, I got my spaghetti, I'm good to go. And then his cat, like, jumps out of nowhere and scares him, and he spills the whole plate. Cats are the best. No, yeah, I think uh, moving got a little bit in the way. Like, I mean, you were there. I had, what, six people at my house helping me move? Yeah, I mean... And I was not ready to move. <laughs> had to had to pack a few extra boxes during the day. I was definitely packing while the truck was being loaded, which is not the way you want to move. But, but here's the plus side. You went out and you rented a truck for yourself to drive. It's not like you hired movers who brought a no. truck and were yeah, waiting. Yeah, no. If we hired somebody, you definitely got to have that ready. Yeah, because then they're just going to get mad and they're not going to do a good job. And then you right. can't trust them. Yeah. I wasn't about to pay movers when I got freaking six people that are willing to just come <laughs> over and do it for free pizza. That's good pizza, man. It was good pizza. Yeah. I told myself I wasn't going to have any pizza because I had pizza the day before. Oh, but yeah. Stuck, but then I stuck around for pizza and I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were like, oh, we, now we got to unload and I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, I had, wait, I'm more than happy to help. I had other stuff to do, man. I, I, had, my own, I had my own chores to do. I'll, I'll appreciate any help I can get. And sp- speaking of chores, I, I'm the person in my house responsible for the garbage, taking it in and taking it out, right? To the curb? Yeah, to the curb. Or to, like, just out. Both. Like, out of the house? <laughs> Both. Okay. I'm talking about, but I'm bringing it back from the curb the day after Garbage Day. This was last week, maybe the week before. I don't remember. Gotcha. All right. And my house has the, is a long style. It's like a bungalow, right? It's, sure. It's like, the rooms are in on one long hallway. So it's a, it's a longer driveway that I have to walk past to get to the okay. garage. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the garbage looking at my phone in my other hand you know dragging it behind me obviously and then i reach the point where i'm walking past the corner of the house and i'm on my way to the garage the rear of the house yeah at the rear of the house okay and so i you know i take that corner kind of sharp because i want that efficient angle to get to the door of the garage because right. i don't right. got time right i ain't, I ain't got time yeah. for that yep. yeah on the wall of my house on that back side, so not on the side, but on the back, there is a squirrel there that jumps and scares the crap out of me <laughs> at, like, face height. Wow. Maybe a little higher. Is it, like, got a nest or something? 
No. It was carrying a bagel. <laughs> and, <laughs> they do that. And so it scared the crap out of me. I scared the crap out of it because it looked like it must have been going the other way around the corner. And we just like ran into each other at the same time. Yep. yep. And so is I scared the crap out of it. It jumps like four feet into the air, drops its <laughs> bagel and runs off. The bagel, Frank, landed on my windowsill. And so and my house is like. The first story is upstairs and then the basement is downstairs. It's not the first story isn't even with the ground, right? Yeah, yeah, I got you. So the windowsill is like I know what you mean, but by other people saying the first yeah. floor is upstairs and the basement is downstairs, kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah. For, for the British folks, the first floor is the ground floor. Okay. Um but it, that floor is like 9 feet above the ground. 2-3 days afterwards, there was just a bagel outside my window. <laughs> Out of reach that the squirrel left behind. Mm-hmm. And like every morning, I look out my window, looking at this bagel that like it was like half a bagel. I don't know how the squirrel now, was carrying. You couldn't just open the window and poke the bagel. You see, it's a four-panel window and the two side panels open, but this was in the middle of the window. Oh. So I I, I couldn't reach, reach out the that. window to to grab the bagel. That that story reminds me of two stories. All First right. story. Just yesterday, man, it wouldn't have been yesterday. It would have been a couple days ago. I'm bringing in my garbage cans. Okay. Hold up. I got three stories, but this one for <laughs> garbage cans, man. So they're, they're good stories. I'm bringing in my garbage cans, and I'm bringing it down the driveway alongside the Jeep, and it hit the, the wheel hits a rock or something that just caused it to, like, bump a little to the left and hit the Jeep. This plastic ass garbage can put like a foot long scratch in my Jeep. Oh my! Really? Yes. So did like, it do the right. thing where like it hits the rock and then it wobbles back and forth and then it just goes out of it control? Didn't, it didn't wobble back and forth. It just kind of like the rock kind of just kicked it like a little bit sideways and just scratched it. And because I was pulling it as it skipped, it it right. caused a scratch. So I mean, not that my Jeep is in the best condition. It's got scratches and bumps and whatever because you know it's a jeep yeah, I mean, but it's a jeep, like right. <laughs> it was a plastic garbage can and i was like how is that even hot like i looked back and i was like you've got to be kidding me yeah because you're pulling it yeah and so, i was, was pulling it the it, bottom it of the like, can that scratched the jeep no it was the top like where the uh like the handle uh, is kind of oh uh, okay yeah that's a sharp fit yeah but it just, i was not expecting it made me mad yeah this, that, that's a stinker, man. So you never, second story. You never want to scratch <laughs> in your Jeep. No, not another one. <laughs> I'll tell the story about, okay, so the first time I got the big dent in the hood of my Jeep was um, the, what the fuck is it called? The uh, alternator died, right? Okay. And so I had a jump starter thingy on the, ba- on the battery, and I needed to keep the battery charged, which is what the alternator does. And I needed to drive it to the shop where I work, which is just a block away. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave this on here charged. I'll drop the hood and then drive really slow to the shop. Well, I didn't. Wait. Like, so you had a battery on top of your hood? No, no, no. So I had the charging pack hooked onto the battery sitting yeah. on the battery. And then I put the hood down on top of everything. Okay. 
So it was so unsecured no, underneath the hood. Nothing was secured at all. Not even the battery. Not even the ba- well, the battery was. The battery was still in the 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 charger and the hood down on the charger was not secure. So the ho- the hood wasn't locked. Nope. It didn't lock. Oh wow. Okay. So <laughs> this is the problem. I, so I, I, I want to know drive- how you got a dent in your hood when everything's under the hood. I'm I, I can't wait. So I start driving. And I'm going at a snail's pace. Dude, I don't know. A gust of wind or something came under the hood, flipped it all the way up, and hit the top of the windshield bar, kind of, you know, the top of the cab. Yeah. just freaking, like, bent this thing like an L. Like, it was like, (laughs) it was like, I mean, I guess you deserved it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I should have tied that down. But But also, I was going real slow. (laughs) That sucks. How how much did that cost to fix? I just bumped it out with my fist. Oh, really? So it looks decent, but you can definitely tell there was like, hey, something happened there. Yeah, and how long ago did that happen? Uh, Maybe a year and a half ago or so. I can't believe I never noticed this dent in your... It's not noticeable. I mean, it's it's noticeable if you're looking, but it's not like noticeable. It's pretty embarrassing. Because I was like driving... And I'm like going at a snail's. It's literally just one block away, literally a block away. And I just start creeping and I'm like, I got this. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, <laughs> scared the shit out of me. You tempted Mother Nature, man, with your car. That's yeah. what happens. But, you know, that's what Jeeps are for. Yes, they that is what they are for. Getting knocked around <laughs> like that. Anyway, so my other, my next yeah. story, man, this story is number a tangent three. of stories right here. Story so, number three. You keep your garbage cans in the back of your house next to your garage, right? In your garage, wherever. We keep them in the garage, yeah. Okay, they're in the back, but back of the house. Yeah, behind the house. So you just have to walk out your back door and into the garage. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine are on the side of the house, or side of the driveway. Yeah. The on the on the if I walk out the front door, I have to walk around the vehicles to get to the garbage cans. Okay. Yeah. Sense? Yeah. They're on one the time, they're on the far side away from you. They're on the far side of the driveway. Yeah. So this one time I'm carrying the garbage and I'm walking around the Jeep. Dude, I cut around the Jeep, there's a fucking skunk right there next Ooh. to the garbage can. Literally like two feet away from me. And I <laughs> I freak. I drop the garbage bag and just sprint. This yeah. thing started running the other way. Thank God it didn't spray me, but Literally, I, I could have probably stepped on its tail if I'd taken another step. I hear they make great pets, though. Because <laughs> you can get them de-skunked. Yeah. Yeah, and you can cut that out. That's What is it about like, just turning a corner and not expecting something, an animal or person to be there that just scares you so much? Like, you know? Because you're not expecting it. I know, but like, I'm like so much bigger than a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, but they're quick. I guess, yeah. You know, that is true. When I'm cutting the grass and a snake slithers out of the grass, that freaks me out more than anything. Because they're fast when they slither away. See, I would say that wouldn't scare me as much as a squirrel. Really? You see, the fluffier, the less scary, I feel. Yeah, I'm not super afraid of snakes. I mean, snakes in our area, gardener snakes. Yeah, like, they're not dangerous. Right, squirrels are, though. I don't know. They got rabies and scratch your eyes out and shit. <laughs> Not all of them. Some, some, I some trust of, a snake way more than I trust a squirrel. 
I mean, snakes are predictable because they're simple-brained, right? Do you think squirrels have ever killed anybody? Yes, 100%. You think? <laughs> like, I want to know, like, you know that weird stat where it's like vending machines kill 180,000 people a year or whatever because they fall on them? Sure. Like, what is the stat of squirrel deaths <laughs> per year? It has to be rabies-related, right? Ah, probably, probably. But what about just straight squirrel? Just squirrel going nuts on your nuts, just... So let me ask you a question then, Frank. Yep, yep. I remember a commercial from back in the day for, like, BMW or whatever. I don't remember. The squirrel pretended to run across the road and then ran back. Oh, I remember this. And then, like, the guy swerved off the road and crashed, and then the two squirrels on the side of the road were laughing to each other, and they did, like, a fist bump. Yeah. Does that count? No, I'm talking, like, squirrel... Mauled. is the cause of death like, like the cause of yeah like, like mauled by squirrel i'd say like at least two yeah i googled deaths caused by squirrels the first like headline that pops up is <laughs> history of inexplicable squirrel attacks on humans <laughs> <laughs> what a great title hmm dead squirrel killer squirrels watch out here comes the attack squirrels <laughs> I have to imagine, you know, a squirrel gets lucky, bites a child, child bleeds out, something like that, right? Yeah, it's got to just be, you know. I will say, I was driving down the street after the squirrel incident, and I was going to the store to pick something up, right? And I'm driving on my way on this one street. It's probably the street is probably like two three blo- blocks long before I have to turn. I like had to break for like four different squirrels crossing the street. Yeah. And on the way back, I recognized two of the squirrels trying to cross the street again. <laughs> oh shot. Yeah, one of them was like really black and dark, and the squirrels around here are more brown, right? So easily recognizable. And the other one yeah, had. Yeah, we a- got yeah. And the other one had like a scraggly tail. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to speed up a little on this on this squirrel to get out of the way. Squirrel got out of the way, thank God, because I was not ready to hit a squirrel. <laughs> 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 but these squirrels were like playing tag in the middle of the street. If I did that, I'd get hit by a car. Yeah. Squirrels are smarter than me, apparently. Well, it's always like, I always feel like birds. You ever get a bird that will like dive in front of your car? Like, they oh, gotta do yeah. that shit on purpose, right? Like, right in front of the grill? Yeah. I feel like they're trying to catch the wind current or something, in the car, right? <laughs> you, you know? Think? They're trying to go- draft behind the car. No, but they're in front of it. I don't know. They're doing some kind of deformation. I think birds are like, they do it intentionally. It must be some kind of fun for them. So, I, don't I, I, I don't know, man. But uh... Did, Speaking of videos we saw, or <laughs> haven't seen. Yeah. yeah. I saw a video from Australia earlier this week. This lady's videoing a giant spider on her car. And it looks like it's about to crawl in through the crack. Nope. And then a bird swoops in out of nowhere and grabs the spider and flies away. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> I, you couldn't pay me enough to, like, I would, like, move to Australia, but you couldn't pay me enough to deal with those spiders. I mean, they have a spider season, right? Like... Everything's just covered in spiders at some point of of the year. I think it's like yeah, spider webs or something. 
it's like they call it web season yeah like we have we have you know summer fall winter spring they have like spiders snakes bird and fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much i don't know i think it'd be a cool place to live personally um i just told carissa because we you know we're looking for a house and um Australia i was like i'm almost yeah i'm almost at the point where it'd be like i'd be down to move to a different continent I don't see why not. No. I mean... It's a lot harder to find a house, though, because you got to, like, pick it before you move. Like, unless you're going to go fly down there and visit. I mean, yeah, you have to find a house. You have to get approved for a green card or a visa or whatever. You Mm -hmm. have to have employment already figured out. You have to go through the whole immigration process. And right now, no one's accepting us Americans into their countries because... That's true. We're sick bastards. We're idiots. (laughs) Now, let me ask you, yeah. as you're cleaning out your house, how mm-hmm. much stuff did you throw away? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I will just say that, not enough. And you know what the thing is? We really didn't go through, like, we went through our clothing. Sure. We went through everything in the living space, you know. We didn't go through the stuff in the attic. Yeah. Because that stuff we obviously knew that we put up there for a reason kind of deal. That's like your seasonal stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, seasonal. We have a lot of like our, yeah, each holiday decoration. Then we have like, you know, office, old office stuff and, you know, memory yeah. boxes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we didn't go through any of that. So it was really, we, we didn't really get rid of much at all. Okay. A few things here and there, but not enough. Okay. Because my next question is, because we're cleaning out our garage right now to make room yes. for other stuff. And the question is, how long do you have to not use something for you to consider it like complete trash and garbage? So for me, see, here's there's two different scenarios for me. Sure. At work, we have a cage of our equipment and everything. Yeah. If I, who have been there for 10 years now and know everything have not touched it in two years i uh-huh. toss it okay. i toss it in my house everything stays <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing getting tossed i had That's to go the through the garage i especially in the garage so i yeah. recently went through um the garage just because it was getting it was a smaller garage you know there wasn't that space that i you know yeah. enjoy um, so I did declutter it a little bit. I built new shelves and kind of organized it better. And that's my big thing. Instead of like getting rid of stuff, I just organize it. So okay. I like, I would go in the garage twice a year. I'd go in the spring and then the fall Yeah. and organize. Um, I'd get rid of like, even like scraps of wood. Like I just kept, cause I was like, you never know when you're going to need a one foot piece of two by four. I guess. And then eventually I was like, okay, anything that's not longer than two feet i'm getting rid of okay because that was my thing then and then it was like you know i have i had gallons of paint that were five years old i feel like that's the beginning of the point where i'm like all right i'm ready to toss it 10 years probably tossing it i'm cleaning out this garage there's stuff in this garage from before i was born that has not been used like what ah like an old car jack a tool chest that hasn't been opened in 40 years. Yeah, but that's cool stuff. It's cool stuff, but then you open it and there's like 
the exhaust for a car is clearly not usable and like old piping for like a laundry machine or something like that's yeah. unusable yeah i can like, see that, that like that's legitimate garbage you know mm-hmm. and then there's like well this part clearly goes to this thing and i might want to fix it someday haven't fixed it in 27 years but maybe someday <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly yeah that's that's what i got yeah or like like there's old screws or whatever and it's like the last time i needed a screw i went out and bought one <laughs> like i do that every single time i know i have screws in the garage and i was like ah, i just better go buy a box i have a whole shelf devoted to screws and nails and everything yeah <laughs> the weirdest thing in my garage frank like i said when you walk into my house you have to start climbing stairs immediately to go up into the first floor or down into the basement yeah in the garage there is an old set of stairs that replace the current set of stairs just sitting no against the wall those stairs have been there since before i was born i'm like this is so the old why why even keep old stairs you might use them for something someday. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. My priority to throw them out. Yeah. Or like we redid our basement a few years ago and put in drywall, took down the paneling, stored it in the garage for some reason instead of throwing it out right away. <laughs> throw out the paneling. It's it's garbage. See, yeah, my stuff is more. It's not really things I've kept from, like, demolition. Like, if I'm taking down outstairs, I'm yeah. not keeping that, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. like, if I'm building something, I keep every piece of scrap I got. Okay. I feel like it's the same both ways, though. Well, no, because... I mean, I guess, probably. I don't know. I don't keep old things. I keep things that are new at the time, and then they just get old in the garage. <laughs> sure. Do you, what about, like old papers or old mementos or whatever um so like paper wise like bills and stuff not even Uh, bills like just like i like to keep a box of like documents that i'm like i might want to go back and read this someday or like i wrote something oh like that like that stack of college books that like oh sure something just in case i ever need to read them in the real world and then you never touch them again something like that I just did that. I just got rid of all the college books. Oh, okay. Did you <laughs> sell them for that solid I kept, two bucks? I was like, no, I just tossed them because <laughs> I had them up on like offer up for a little while and they didn't apply. So yeah, I was just like, you know, at this point, there's no reason to keep them. But awesome. like, um, like important papers and stuff, I keep seven years because that's all they can audit you on. Right. And then like memento stuff, that stuff just is always kept. But I'm also weird, like, I keep, I don't know, like, I keep a lot of weird things. I'm, I'm almost a hoarder. <laughs> like, I'm a memento guy myself, but, like, yeah. if it's in my garage, I know why it's there and mm-hmm. wh- whether or not it's worth throwing out, you know? I feel like I'm good at throwing out stuff I don't want or I don't use. I'm not, because I'm always the person, like, especially in the garage, I'm always like, oh, I might need that one day. Yeah. I feel like, like so no much matter is... what it is, like when we redid. So when we moved into that house, yeah, uh, we redid the living room floor. And I, obviously I had some extra pieces of floor. And originally I kept them because they say, oh, you know, if a piece ever breaks or something or other, you have you can replace it. Like, yeah. that's why you're supposed to keep extra tile. 
that's exactly what do a tile job in my garage right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that floor, I have too much of it, and I just kept it because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do like an art project one day. That's like that's what goes through my head. Like I wanted to like yeah. re, I wanted to put like the flooring on a wall and be like, oh, look, it matches. <laughs> Like that's that's my mindset is I can use this one day for something that's totally irrelevant. How much does that even sell for? Because like it's probably out of production at this point, right? Yeah, probably. So I don't like, know, probably not enough. Could you like let's say I don't know because it, it usually comes in like boxes, right? Yeah. So let's say you got like six boxes of laminate flooring. Right. How much do you think you could sell that for? Well, like twenty bucks. I mean, if you had like six boxes, you should probably return at least five of them because yeah. there's no sense in keeping that much. I the only reason I kept what I had was because a lot of it was already cut and everything, so I couldn't yeah. make up a whole box to return. Okay. So let's I only say, had like let's, a few full pieces. Let's say you underestimate you overestimated yourself and you kept six boxes. Because you never know. I mean, I guess. I guess you could. I mean, I think they sell for like maybe, I think it's like two bucks a square foot-ish, depending on what you get, maybe. I'm not 100% certain. It's been a while since I bought the floor, so. Right, but you you have a limited supply, right, that you can offer. So I feel like you have to undercut it. Oh, 100%. I'm saying like retail in the store. Yeah. You're probably getting like two to five bucks a square foot depending right. on what it is yeah so i mean i'm giving it away for like a dollar a square foot maybe not even yeah. especially right. if it's cut up pieces because people are going to want full i mean if that's full pieces then yeah you yeah. can go that full dollar sure all right yeah. see, I'm, but just, I'm, also like, I'm just using the podcast to figure this out for myself no yeah but also like this past summer i sold like a bunch of stuff on like offer up because i had uh like patio stones i had flagstone I had landscape brick. I had all this stuff that was I just had like stored on the side of my house. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I just got to get I was really trying to clean up this summer. Sure. So I sold a lot of everything on like offer up and you just look it up yourself and see what other people are selling it for and just go off of that. Like I had a like I literally had like a truck, a pickup load full of flagstone. Right. Sure. And flagstone's not cheap. It's expensive stuff. Especially if you got bigger stones like I had. I had some big stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sold, like, the whole truck for, like, I don't know, 200 bucks or something like that. That's pretty good. And then I had, like, 10 pieces that were still in the ground, so I hadn't dug them up yet when I did all that. So then I dug those up, and I was able to sell those 10 pieces for, like, 150 so it's like I, I probably should have charged more for that initial truckload, <laughs> but I'm also just trying to get rid of it. You know, it does nothing for yeah. me. Yeah, because if you don't sell, you're just going to throw it out anyways. Well, that's something right. I would hold on to and sell it when I could. Because <laughs> that's the thing. It's like that, like that, and that's the thing. Like I lifted up all that flagstone and had it stacked against the house for yeah. like three years. Because to me, it's like. It's worth some. It's not something you throw away. Flagstone's expensive stuff. Sure. Just because I don't want it doesn't make it not valuable. Yeah. So it's still like that flagstone. It was like, yeah, I don't want it because I'm a rip it up and sod the place kind of guy. But it's still worth 200 bucks. 
and I'm it's not worth, just going to throw it away. Yeah, it's worth what someone will, someone will pay for it. Well, it's, yes, but to I me, suppose. I know what people are going to pay for that. Apparently not. Apparently you could have gotten way more for that flagstone. Just. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I want to change gears completely, Frank. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was watching this video. Okay. And it was an incredible idea, and I can't believe I haven't seen it more places. It was a giant inflatable toy, which we all know are super fun. You know, think bounce house size. Okay. But I'm going to describe it before I tell you what it is. Okay. It's a, it's a giant ring with a hole in the center, and around the perimeter of the ring, there's about eight more holes. Okay. Like now, in the walls or in the... In the... So think it's like it's a giant circle uh, probably up to your chest okay all right and the holes are in through the top okay and there's there's the hole in the center for a, a person okay and there's an inflatable hammer the person in the center gets to play human whack-a-mole and people pop up through all the other holes <laughs> that seems hard <laughs> it looked like so much fun it seems difficult. Yeah. With with the center person being in a hole. They're they're in a hole and they have around them like a pit of balls that the different moles are trying to steal from the center. Hmm. So they have okay. to reach they have to reach over a little bit to grab the balls and that gives the hammer person enough time to turn and whack them with the hammer. I feel like this is an incredible game that needs to be played just as often as the likes of laser tag and whirly ball. <laughs> I mean, I, I think those big inflatable games are fun. I haven't tried any really. I would love to do some of those, like where you got to like jump and duck those obstacle course ones. Yeah. They get so many of those big inflatable things now. I feel like I don't trust them as an adult. <laughs> oh, see, they're more fun as an adult. Cause you can go all out. <sighs> as an adult, I'm terrified of them. That's why you know I like funny? So like whack-a-mole one, because you don't have to get above the ground. I feel like I went through like this roller coaster of like not self confidence, but like fear of getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to where, yeah, like yeah. when I was a kid, like I had zero fear. Like I would do anything. So like to yeah. me I look at like sledding. So sure. like when I was little, sled all out all day, you know? Yeah. Head and first. then as I got a little older, it was like, yeah, sledding could hurt me if I just tip a little bit, I don't want to go, you know? Yeah. And then, like, recently, I'm like, all right, let's get back into this. You know, let's just go for it. All right, let's see where how let's see how far I can push yeah. this old body of mine. So you've reached the point where you're you're comfortable, you know, driving your Jeep with the hood off. Online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going back. I'm going back up the pain scale or the, the you know, fear threshold. I feel like for me, it was pretty steady. Like, all right, I'm not scared i'm a little scared but not scared and then it just l curves straight up and i'm like 80 percent fear 90 percent fear mm. <laughs> yeah and i think a large portion of that is stems from me wearing glasses and if i do anything mm. that requires me to go higher than two feet if i look down i'm afraid my glasses will fall off my face yeah but why they don't fall off when you look down now yeah but it's i don't know I think there's it's, more risk when you're in the air. <laughs> I, I, I remember the first time I had this fear, like in like 
actually strike me as a fear. Losing your glasses? Yeah, we. I was looking over the side of a dam, and I'm yeah. like, if I look over the side of the dam and my glasses fall, I'll never get them back. Right. You know, and I was like, that is terrifying to me. And then I realized, oh crap, I'm really high. Not just my glasses can fall, I can fall and die. <laughs> and so like, my fear of heights was born. <laughs> and, and then like, everything. Driving a car. This is 2,000 pounds of metal going 40 miles an hour, going 80 miles an hour. That's way no, too no, fast. See, that stuff's not the stuff that bothers My stuff is more like, you know, sledding or riding a bike. Where it's like, I can fall and actually get hurt. Like, in a car, I'm confident as hell. But, like, as soon as you throw me on a sled, I'm like, I don't know, man. I could really get hurt on this. <laughs> I mean, I, I just accept I'm going to get hurt no matter what. I get hurt playing hide-and-seek, so <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I just accept it as something that's going to happen. Exactly, yeah. And I don't. I, I fear for pain. But like I said, now my threshold's getting a little higher. I'm a little less fearful of pain. Because at this you know, point, I'm just like, man, then I get the good drugs and I'm good to go. You have a kid now. You have to pretend when things hurt, they don't actually hurt to keep right, them Right, yeah, pumped. I have to get ready to go sledding. Yeah. You you can't let Amelia think it hurts when she falls because then she's going to cry. And if you just let her bounce back up, she'll be fine. Right. That's the whole big thing is like when kids fall, you're not supposed to be like, oh, my God, are you okay? You're supposed to be like, you're okay. <laughs> See how they react first. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can, get really hit, they can get hit by a meteor, and as long as you don't react, they'll be fine. But the yeah, moment you ask them if they're okay, they're crying for hours. Right. Yeah. And this is coming from a guy with no kids. <laughs> so you're the best person to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to ignore kids, so they'll be fine. <laughs> I can ignore kids like there's no tomorrow. Unless they're really, really annoying and that happens. But but it is what it is. So I've been thinking a lot about pizza because I've had several pizzas this year. Pizza has been a big theme of this year. It's probably the thing I've thought about the most. It was your New Year's resolution. It was my New Year's resolution, so there's nothing more important this year than pizza, clearly. Right. And I was thinking about pizzas and came to the realization, thanks to a helpful meme, as they are, that if you're if you're if you have a party, it's often better to get one big pizza than two small pizzas, unless the issue is toppings. Correct. Because one 18-inch pizza, Frank, has more square foot pizza, square inch pizza, than two 12-inch pizzas. Okay. Because that's the diameter, right? It has it has more volume. Yeah, yeah. 12-inch pizza, pi r squared. That's a 36-inch square. Pizza. So two of them square is, inches. Two of them is seventy-two square inches. One eighteen-inch pizza, or is nine r squared is pi r squared. So that's nine. I'm bad at math. That's eighty-one square inches. At, at first thought, you think two twelve-inch pizzas totally bigger than an eighteen-inch pizza. But when you do the math, square inch-wise, one eighteen-inch pizza, man. That's crazy. I would think two twelves is bigger. I I know what you're saying. But I would like, yeah, just picturing it, you would say two twelves is bigger. Right. But I guess not and, really. Twelve twelve inch pizzas are kind of small. Yeah, but even I guess fourteen inch fourteen inch is more comparable. Fourteen inch two fourteens is bigger. But like even on a, on a price wise basis, because usually it's like 
a dollar or two more per inch. So you're probably paying like 10 bucks for a 12 inch and like 18 bucks for an 18 inch. Those are bad numbers, but like, yeah, I was going to say, where the hell are you getting pizza? Let me go there. But the scaling of the price is better at the 18 inch cost anyways. Yes. Like the, like I think a more realistic pizza is like 12 inch. I'm paying 18 bucks and an 18 inch. I'm paying 24 bucks. That's that $6 price difference is totally worth it for the 18 inch. Right. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I would say I always go more off of like, you know, we usually get 16 inches and that's good for like two people with a little bit of leftover. So I always just go like, okay, well two 16 inches is good for like five people. Yeah. That's solid. Of course, you, though. At that point, you can't get like a 20 inch pizza. Right. Right. But of course, when I had all those people helping me move, I bought way too much pizza. That was good pizza, man. Did you leave before we were done eating? I, le- I left, I think, right as eating was finished. I had a full pizza leftover. Oh, man. That's. There was a I, lot of I pizza love it. left. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about this, because my favorite pizza place, they have coupons. You order an 18-inch pizza, you get a free 12-inch pizza. What? Yeah. So that's but, like, okay, here's dinner and lunch. I know. So, like, I could dinner get the 16-inch pizza, for me. which is clearly enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Or I can get the 18-inch pizza for $4 more and get a whole other pizza. Right. Yeah, that with the coupon, it yeah. makes way more sense. Yeah. And so, like, just the math of pizza is really important to me lately. <laughs> yeah, just now I'm really interested of, like, now I'm going to be, like, doing math every time I order pizza. Yeah. I just had pizza for dinner. It's a solid dinner. It is. And the the one other thing is, because, like, not all coupons are equal, Frank. Because right. I could still use a coupon on that 16-inch pizza, but it's, like, $2 off. Do I really want $2 off, or do I want a whole free pizza? You might as well get more. Yeah, I'm paying a little extra, but the coupon itself is worth more than the difference in price I pay. Yeah, exactly. This is something people need to know about, Frank. This is why our <laughs> people, podcast exists. People really need to pay attention to those pizza coupons. Yeah. Do pay, your math. Yeah. When when ordering pizza, you can't order too much because the more you order, the better the deal. <laughs> the more I order, it's always better. And pizza is the one food that always reheats almost better. Mm, I wouldn't say that. You're reheating your pizza wrong, if that's the case, Frank. You say it reheats... Okay, hold on. Are you saying it reheats better than when it originally comes, or better than any other food? Definitely better than any other food. And depending on the pizza, sometimes it is better than the day prior. Okay, yeah. See, I would not say that. I would never say that pizza's better heated up than original. But I would say it's probably heats up better than most other foods. Yeah, I think hands down it's the food the best food to reheat of the foods. Yeah, depending on the food. I can't think of a food I would prefer to reheat than pizza. Well, cuz like to me it's like okay, if I had tacos, sure. But I make that in pieces, so I'm just reheating that taco meat, so it's really as as is. But like if you're thinking like a, a whole thing where you don't have to do any other prep, then yeah. yeah, it's pizza. I guess I do put a little extra effort into reheating it though. Do you heat your pizza in the oven then? Reheat? Uh, I do it in a pan. Oh, interesting. 
I do in a pan and I'll cover it. I'll throw in a little bit of water just for some steam action to melt the cheese mm-hmm. on top and mm-hmm. get a nice crispy bottom. Fantastic. Yeah, see, I'm always just a new kid in the microwave kind of guy, but I really do need to start getting some other yeah. uh, other techniques in. I'll tell you what, if I had a toaster oven, that's the way I would go. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's the quality of onion reheating with less space and, like, more efficiency. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toast oven is completely underrated. Makes sense I'm, to me. I'm going. I'm going on a rant that nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I've determined with this conversation about pizza. That's the perfect place to wrap it up. I have a good final number. It's a joke. Ooh, I like a good joke. This is this is a good one. Okay, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger say? When he was chosen to add of an 18th century composer. Wait, what? What did Arnold Schwarzenegger say when he was chosen to act in a biopic of an 18th century composer? I'll be Bach. That's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Where'd you get it? <laughs> That's fantastic. You don't like it? I love it. It's so dumb. <laughs> You're gonna say it a gazillion times now. Oh man, where'd you get it from? Let's let's give some credit. I just to the you know, I just had uh uh, you know the uh, Bobby Bones show. I'm sure a lot of people know it. It's a country radio guy. Uh, they do this thing on their morning show every day called the Morning Corny, and it's just they tell corny jokes. And okay. it's I, I heard it on there, and I died laughing in the car. So I was like, yep, yeah. this has to be said. Yeah, yeah. credit to the what, what's it called? Bobby the, Bones Show. Bobby Bones Show. Are are they the ones that do the cart narcs? The what? That's a topic for another day. <laughs> I'm going to say no because I don't know what that is. All right. All right, hold on. There's another one that I want to say to you that I just want to see if you get because it went way over my head. And oh, I didn't get okay. it until they explained it. Okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Corny joke number two. Oh. All right, you get, are you ready? Let's see if you get it. Yeah. Corny joke number two. Here we go. All right. Dude number one says, hey, bro, dude number two, yeah, bro, dude number one, can you pass me that pamphlet? Dude number two, bro, sure. (laughs) Do you get it? It's a brochure. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, went way over my head. I I completely did not get it at all. Yeah, because it's not a pamphlet. It's a brochure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did not get it. It went way over my head. So oh, that's funny that you got it so quickly. You know what? That one's just – honestly, that one's so stupid. That one's even stupider than the first one. Yeah. They're, well, that's that's why they're – that's what they're meant to be. I, I love them. That's my kind of humor right there, you know? Oh, 100%. Punny little corny jokes. Yeah. yeah. That's, where, that's where the good stuff's at. Yeah. Well, so, this has been the Backyard Bonfire, Frank. Yes, it is. We're here almost every Monday. <laughs> we try. We we that that you know what I gotta say though we have been good. We did a solid. When did we start year, in April going weekly? Year and a half. Well, no, but when did we start going weekly? It was April, right? I mean, not even that. Since the beginning of our show, that's the first episode we've missed. That is the first one we missed. Life just got in the way, so we'll make oh, yeah. it up to you. Hopefully, this one was good. We'll come back even stronger next week uh, yeah. when I'm a little more settled and not digging around for my stuff. 
for sure. Any fun, any anything you want to add, Andrew? Um, go go enjoy a pizza. <laughs> go, go enjoy a pizza, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. Remember, there's always room for one more at the backyard. Do 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 do.